You're listening to the I Don't Know Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your host, Annika, and this is episode number 35, Fight the FOMO. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. A couple things have changed since the last time we talked to you guys. We now have a subscription on our podcast called I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom Unlimited. And it includes bonus episodes a couple times a month. Our first one was a coaching session. My mom and I sat down to record an episode and it turned into her coaching me about something. So these these episodes will be coaching sessions. They'll be coaching, diving deeper into topics that we've talked about. I really loved this first bonus episode that we put out because it's a great diving deeper into what it looks like to feel your feelings. Yeah. And, and, and I, I loved it. I thought it was very um, eye-opening for you. It was. And I think it would be a great example to just listen to, to see what that looks like, right? To mm-hmm. actually allow your emotions. Yeah. So I loved it. So feel free to go subscribe, listen to those episodes. We'll be posting bonus episodes a couple times a month. Um, but we wanted to talk today about the topic of FOMO, the fear of missing out. I think that this was a big one we needed to talk about because I think every emotion that comes from FOMO is not a good emotion. I think we're not our genuine selves when we feel FOMO. We're not as confident when we have feelings of the feelings that come from FOMO. So do you have a definition for us of FOMO? A definition is feeling it's a feeling or perception that others are having more fun than you that you are not in the know or you're missing out on experiences events and information and in karen's translation yeah you feel outside of the herd you are in danger because you are not safe in the herd or in the group yeah which we've talked about that before. which is just our survival brain mm-hmm. natural tendency right yeah. because it's trying to keep us safe and if I'm not in the know or I'm missing out on what everyone else knows about, I'm definitely in danger. Yeah, that's good. And, and FOMO does create those emotions of fear and anxiety and danger. danger. Yeah. I think that's really good. And I think there's, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this. This is just something I've been thinking about. But I feel like there's two different types of FOMOs. There's okay. like the FOMO, fear of missing out. Want to be wants to be invited, wants to be included, doesn't want to miss out on like conversations, parties, topics, um, mm-hmm. f- meeting people, whatever. And then I think there's another side of FOMO where it's like they want people to know they're doing something. They want mm-hmm. people to know they're out doing something. They want people to be very aware that they're having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so when other people are having fun, that brings up like, oh, I'm not having fun. I want okay. people to know I'm having yeah, fun. Yeah, so, so these... I think you're right. I think there are like different sides to FOMO, but interesting to see that like one side that you just described is I want to be included mm-hmm. slash accepted. And there's another side that is I want to be loved slash admired. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. These are all seeking safety of things that, and these, these feelings of being, feeling loved and admired and feeling included and accepted. Again, that's this your survival brain's answer is usually not the best one because those feelings don't come from external sources. Yeah. They might fleetingly come. You might feel 
a little confident when you're able to post something you're doing on social media, but have you, have you noticed that it's short lived and it's, it's kind of fleeting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to talk about why that is. Yeah. It's true. It's so true. It's like, it only lasts a second. And, and that's why we keep seeking it again. Yeah. But there are ways to fill those emotions on a deeper, more consistent level. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So, okay. So I, we talked about kind of what FOMO means and there's lots of ways to explain it, but I feel like that's just a good general description. Yeah. But, and I want to just say that like FOMO is a feeling, right? So we know where our feelings come from, right? They come from our thoughts and our beliefs. Okay. We don't just get feelings magically out of nowhere. They come from our thinking. So some, I, this are what I think are common thoughts and beliefs that promote FOMO. Okay. One, believing that happiness comes from external experiences. Like the second one is believing that awesome experiences and fulfilling experiences are limited. Okay. That immediately that belief like they don't happen. This that will never often? happen again. Oh, I see. I'm going to miss out on this experience. I'm never going to be able to have something like this again. I see. Like that's scarcity. Yeah. Right. And that oh, is an yeah. emotion and that is very linked with fear. Okay. I mean, with FOMO. Um, another one another belief is that doing more will make me feel more confident. The more I do, yeah. like I want to do, do, do. It's like more quantity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Will, will give me more confidence. Um, another thing that, I mean, it's just general knowledge is that these beliefs and thoughts are exasperated by social media. Okay. It's, it's like we're being brainwashed to end into these beliefs on some level. Yeah. And, and, you know, there might be different ways to say these beliefs, but I feel like these are generally the source of FOMO thinking these thoughts and believing these things. So thoughts, Annika, I think Powerful one, number two, for sure. The the whole idea of this isn't going to happen again. I think that is something that pops up for me when I'm feeling FOMO is this idea of I, this party's not going to happen again. These people, I'm not going to be able to meet these people mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to, I don't know the next time I'm going to be able to go out with people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially like my first years of, of college. Mm-hmm. FOMO was just such a big thing that I think I felt, I think a lot of people feel that. Mm-hmm. in in a way in college mm-hmm. or maybe it was just me I don't know but yeah my first year I think that was the biggest thing it's like oh I don't know if I'm gonna be able to meet people again I don't know if I'm gonna be able to like have this experience again and it's funny because that really is so scarcity and it's like you're not even checking with yourself and saying okay do I want to go to that you're oh, not yeah. even asking no, yourself no. that question right. you're just like, saying like, oh I have to and I, I have, and to. I I have like, to find a way to get invited yeah. I have to you know I feel like FOMO is especially prevalent and the feeling of FOMO is especially prevalent in people who do not know their values mm-hmm. who do not, who have not done that makes sense the work of like what are my core values what do I want my life to look like Definitely. what are what are what is important to me it's like that's really easy when you don't know to fall into like, I need to do everything. I need to just do whatever, you know? And I, and we're, we'll talk in, more into like what that can create in yeah. your life. Right. But, um, so I, I would say that the feelings, like, let's talk about what feelings go with FOMO, jealousy, anxiety, fear. Those are like the top three that I, th- I that I think I, are the yeah, most. I agree with that. And I saw a really good quote, um, 
was from someone named Erica Jong, and it says, jealousy is all the fun you think they had. Right? It yeah. is our brain and its stories that it tells. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see something, uh, you see somebody in Hawaii, right? And they're showing you this little video of them learning how to surf mm-hmm. or something, right? Yeah. And you see like five seconds and they're laughing as they fall down and get back up on the board, okay? And your brain comes up with all these stories about, oh my gosh, what a fun day. Like that girl did that all day. Yeah. You know, it didn't talk about the fact that she is having cramps and she had to have her sister go run down to the hotel lobby to buy her a tampon so she can go to the, (laughs) it is not showing you everything, right? right? Like it's not, it's like your brain filled in the blanks of the rest of her whole day. That's true. Isn't that so true? I feel like. Yeah, and I feel like FOMO is a lot of unknown. Unknowing. It is so unknown. Like, there's a couple facts. She spent five minutes surfing. That's the fact. Fact. Yeah. We saw it. We saw her on a board. We saw her fall off. And then that was the end of her Instagram story. Yeah. Okay? And our brain filled in with how awesome her whole day was. Right. And how amazing. And it's just it's just our survival brain's solution for keeping us safe is to just let's just let's just assume but let's just assume the thing that will make yeah. you the most unsafe so you'll be more alerted all the time yeah so anyway yeah and you know what kind of what i was thinking is this idea that um the emotions that come from fomo and like the feelings that come from fomo i feel like they never lead to us being our true genuine selves like Cause like I was saying earlier, you don't ask yourself, do I want to go? You're just saying, I got to get there, you know? Yeah. Because those are, we would consider these emotions, jealousy, anxiety, and fear to be negative emotions, right? Yeah. And we know through other um, episodes and, and just things that we've talked about that negative emotions create more negative emotions. Yeah. Right. They, because they lead us to actions that aren't good. Yeah. Because they're based from fear and they most likely will create more negative. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about some of the actions that we take from these emotions. Okay. What do you think about that? Okay. Okay. So. I like that. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) So, so here are some actions that I think come from jealousy, fear, and anxiety. Okay. I think sometimes we say yes to things that we actually don't even know that we want to do. Right. That you talked about earlier. Right. These might be things that like you actually don't want to do or that don't align with your values. Yeah. And it's coming from the belief that doing more will make me more confident. Yeah. Okay. So can you think of any examples or anything about that? Um, yeah, I think, I think that most of the times I have like, especially like I was saying first year of college Yeah. when I, when those feelings would come up, it's like, I look back at that and I'm like, I don't like, that's not even something you liked to do. And like, I'm a very learning more about myself now. I'm a, I do not need to be, I'm not a partier. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I like that stuff, but that's not something I need to be doing all the time. I don't need to be around people all the time. I'm good. I can just chill and watch like a movie by myself. Yeah. And I enjoy that personally. Yeah. I do. So just looking back at like the times where I did feel film, I'm like, girl, if you just, if you would have actually just checked in with checked yourself, in with yourself you would have wanted to take a hot bath and then watch a movie. That's what you would have actually wanted. I know it. Yeah. But instead you're telling yourself, I have to be there. I want to be there. I want people to know I'm having fun. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And it's just like, that's good. I'm not saying it's bad to want to be around people, to want to go have fun with people. That's so good. And it's so fun to be around, to like have fun with people. So it's not bad. It's just check in with yourself. Why do you want to go? Do you want to go to be admired? Do you want to go because you don't want to miss out? Or do you want to go because you genuinely want to be there? Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really good. That's really, really good. And I also think it's leading to controlling. Like I need to control what they think of me. Yeah, I need it is. to control. I think that's a big one. It is. You know, can I just can I just go back real yeah. quick to yeah. when we were talking about the girl on the surfboard? Okay, and how your brain wants to give stories about what her whole day looked like. It must have been amazing, right? right? But it's also giving you stories about her experience on the surfboard. Like we actually don't know what her thoughts and emotions were. Mm-hmm. Her thoughts were like, "Oh my gosh, will you take? I have to take this video five more times because I don't fall off right." Yeah, like her actual emotion in that video could have been stress, could have been insecurity. Yeah, but our brain decides to make it mean she's super confident and having the most fulfilling surfing yeah. experience. And along- we actually don't know what her feelings and emotions are. And here's the other thing: even if you're right, even if that video was just taken at a moment, she was out there surfing for five hours. She was having the best time of her life. That video was just taken in a random moment. Right. Even if, why are we make? why is that hurting you? Like, yeah. why is that such a negative thing for you? Yeah. And I think that's also important is checking in with yourself and being like, why, why do I, why do I feel FOMO because of that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's good. That's really good. It's good to check in. And, and it's like your survival brain's like, you need to feel how she's feeling. You need to do this exact thing, but not everybody is fulfilled from fall, from taking a surfing lesson, mm-hmm. right? Like you yeah. got to know yourself. Exactly. Like that's amazing. Like we talked about in that one episode where it's like, when you know your values and you know what you want, it's like good for them. Exactly. I if I could go to right now and take a surfing, no thanks. That's I don't I don't you know like, yeah. Just check some in. people not, might not actually want to do that. Yeah. And there's other ways for you to have emotions of fulfillment, right? It's just your survival brain wants to create fear with it. Yeah. And just make it a problem right away. Yeah. So I like that you went back to that. Cause I, yeah, love that cause I was just thinking it makes up stories about her day, but it's also making up stories about how she feels. We yeah. don't even know if she's fulfilled by that experience or not, or does she just want to make a cute video? Right. We don't know. We don't know. So why so are don't you... let your brain tell you, cause guess what? Your brain's not a psychic. Yeah. And you know, I personally, the, the best way that I can, recognize my survival brain is is working or in charge number one is by my emotions because it's always going to be a negative emotion when my survival brain is running the show yeah but another one is where I can when it's telling me absolutes about Mm -hmm. other people I'm like okay and how would you know yeah you're not a psychic how do you know what they're thinking about me you don't right like that's my biggest sign that is my survival brain Mm -hmm. is like telling me what other people are thinking what other people are feeling and filling in the blanks of facts that I do know and things I don't know. So it's just really good to be aware. Yeah. Um, another thing, another, some more actions that I feel like FOMO leads us to is judgmental, assuming the worst in others. Again, making up stories of they didn't invite me because they hate me or something along those lines mm-hmm. of your, your brain's going to make up and make judgments about other people and why you might not have been invited or jealousy thoughts. You know, or why does she always have to go do that? Why does she always putting this on her story? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and also just, yeah, assuming other people are fulfilled. And we know that the feeling of fulfilled is going to come from thoughts, right? It's a personal experience. Mm-hmm. And then I think another action, which you kind of brought up, is I think we spread the disease of FOMO. 
by feeling that we need to do it too. We need to go post a, a video to make other people feel. I see. Interesting. Like feel the feelings that you felt. Like yeah. we want to almost create FOMO in other people. Interesting. Interesting. It's true, right? I think it is true. <laughs> and it's, that's actually really sad. Do you sometimes exaggerate your experiences? No, I of course don't, but I'm For sure other sure. people do. <laughs> Let's help all the other people. That's just for them, not for me. <laughs> no, that is crazy. And it's like such a subconscious thing, I think, sometimes also. For sure, because that's, that's what really your survival sad. brain does. It sneaks in there when you just aren't even aware that's and it really gets sad. you doing things yeah. that are going to sabotage you, yeah. right? So... Anyway, yeah, those are some actions. So saying yes to things that we don't really want to do, ju- making judgments and assumptions. I yeah, and spreading the disease of FOMO. Yeah. I also think that as you're naming all these things, I think FOMO fits perfectly with the saboteur of restless. 100%. Like it's so I have to do more, do more. To be doing something. But don't barely be, be present in any of these yeah. things. And you're gonna you're gonna start thinking negative thoughts if you're not busy all the time. Yeah. And I feel like and this it's is like starting a to get a little thing. boring. This is starting to get a little. I need to move on to something else. Yeah. Instead of finishing what I started. Yeah. Yeah. And I just saying all of that, I'm like, oh, this is like kind of restless, kind of like I see restless tendencies in myself when I do feel FOMO. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was just thinking too, like fulfillment is so subjective, and it's up to us if we feel fulfilled in something. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking. We, I don't know why we use the surfing thing, but it's just a typical story. I know. That's, I think that's okay, a good But, like, example. that girl could be fulfilled by that experience. Could you be fulfilled by taking a hot bath? If you were really present and focusing on the smell of the bath soap yeah. and the warm water on your sore muscles, mm-hmm. could you be fulfilled? Right? It's, it's, it's up to us how we feel. Yeah. I like and, that. And could that be an experience? I know it is for you when you come home and you, because you, you don't dare get into the tub in your apartment. Nope. I don't blame you. I've seen it. Girl, I've seen it. I was like, Annika's not having baths in this apartment. But you come home into my bathtub, oh, right? Yeah. Is that an experience? Oh, it's an experience. Yeah, and you get to feel that. Yeah. And it's up to you. Like, you yeah. know, like if you're it's present, so it is, if you're really present with the experience, it's fulfilling. Yeah. And it's personal to you. It's so right? true. Yeah. I love that. That's very empowering. But to know that pretty much anything you do can be fulfilling. Yeah, if you're present, if, if you're present and you do. you're in tune with yourself and you know what you like and what you don't like to do. Yeah. But if you're choosing the things that you like to do, and especially empowering if you can do something by yourself, it is fun being around. Oh, people. you're untouchable if you're okay being with yourself. But if, if you and can enjoy be your by, own company, yeah. you are you are seriously powerful. If you we can just be by yourself for a minute. And you can yeah. just be good and nice to yourself when you're alone. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that helps you, you. That helps you create better relationships, not to get off topic. But yeah. when you're good being alone and you treat yourself well mm-hmm. with kind thoughts, self-compassion, of like, we can do better tomorrow. No worries. Like, yeah. every day's a new day, right? Um, then you are more likely going to have different expectations with people you want in your life. Yeah. If you can't at least meet how I treat myself... Yeah. We're not going to have a relationship. Like, I feel like it creates you to have better relationships because you know what you will hand, what you will tolerate. Yeah. And if you can't treat me as good as I treat myself, that's clearly not going to work out. Yeah. 
right? Yep. Rather than the more people I have in my life, the better. I'll just go grab all these people and like right. try to get everybody to like me. No, it's right. that it's it starts with you. Like all of our podcast episodes end up going to yeah. It always right. Goes it always goes down to like it starts with you. Yeah. And and not feeling FOMO is going to start with you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So okay, let's talk about some. We talked about some of the actions it leads to. Let's talk about some of the results. Okay. Some of the results, which are well known. Like you could Google this and these would be the results about FOMO. Okay. Reduce self, self-esteem. And why? And, uh, and we talked about confidence, where it comes from, mm-hmm. right? Is because you're looking for external evidence all the time. Yeah. So reduce self-esteem, social anxiety. For sure. For sure. For because, sure I see that. Like I have to make sure this gets recorded perfectly. I have to make sure this is an amazing experience. I have to make sure everyone looks at me a certain way. Yep. And I need to make sure that I, that I say the right things. So yeah, social anxiety and then, and then eventually depression. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, okay. So yay. We just talked all about FOMO. (laughs) We're all educated now. Like what's the solution? What are some tools that we can use to help us not experience these feelings of FOMO? Yeah. Because guess what? It's not a diagnosis. Here's what I feel like are some helpful tools. Um, Understanding happiness. Learning what happiness actually is, right? Happiness is actually where you allocate your attention. Wherever you're deciding to put your attention, happiness is now available to you. It's being present, I love that so much. Happiness is never going to be an external thing. It's going to be the thoughts and the attention you give to something. I love that. Um, Remembering and reminding yourself that social media is an exaggeration. It's entertainment, like a movie. It's exaggerated. Mm -hmm. Okay? And you need to call out your brain and remind your brain. Right. Mm -hmm. And you also need to ask new questions. Okay. If you don't want to experience FOMO and fall into the thoughts and beliefs that, that like go with it, you need to be able to ask new questions. If you're asking yourself, how am I missing out? What's wrong with me? Right. Like why are other people better than me? Okay. You're going to get answers that align with those questions. Yeah. But if you're, if you're in the bath, Annika, and you're on your phone and you see someone else doing something else, you could ask yourself, but what's amazing about this bath? Right. Like there's always going to be something else. And I feel like it's also like reminding your brain that there's always, there's always like in reality, you need to know and remind your brain, I can't do everything. There are things going on right now that I don't even know are happening. They're not hurting me. They only hurt me when I think about them with these beliefs. Yeah. There is a party going on with people you know right now. You're not feeling FOMO because you don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> like these th- events are not causing FOMO. It's your thoughts and beliefs that are causing the FOMO. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, someone is having fun without you. Yeah. All over the world. <laughs> And you're, the amazing experiences in your life are not limited and you yeah. can't do everything. Yeah. And an amazing experience could be right here in your own room. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then here's my top, my top tool. Okay. 
And it's going to sound really cheesy and uninteresting because we hear it all the time. But I also am going to tell you how I do it. Gratitude. I know. I know. We get so sick of hearing like, be grateful. Just feel the feeling of gratitude. But honestly, I use it as an exercise sometimes. When I'm thinking that this day is not great or this moment is not great and that I wish I was somewhere else and experiencing what other people are experiencing, I actually do like this game with myself. And you know, like when you meditate, uh, one of the most basic meditations is to follow your breath, right? Every time you breathe, either to count breath one or you say breath, right? You keep your attention on your breath. Well, every time I breathe, I do this thing where I like for three minutes, every time I breathe out, I have to say something I'm glad about, something I'm grateful for. And it has to be fast because you breathe pretty frequently. So for me, it's like, I don't have the stomach flu right now. I have an appetite. I mean, you know, there's just yeah. nothing worse than having this. There really isn't. It's not funny where you I go. go straight to that but one. Like, but like everybody in my family is safe right now. Yeah. And I just have to think of the first thing that comes to my mind. And it's just crazy powerful. You can't feel FOMO when you do that. Yeah. It could just That's be the most basic exercise. things. exercise. Gratitude is a great tool. And it sounds so like... <laughs> so big and like, okay, but I can't actually, like, that just sounds like unattainable Mm -hmm. to feel gratitude, but you just have to make your brain find things that you're grateful for, for like one minute. And it, and it just really helps alleviate the negative feelings Yeah, because again, happiness is where you put your attention. And if you're putting your attention on things that you already have in the moment, that's how you create happiness for yourself. Or you can just let your brain tell you that happiness is here. Happiness is there. You'll finally be happy when you can do that, when you can learn how to surf and you never actually get there. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we got for you today. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.